0: Uh, Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.
1: podcast. We're going back back to to back. back. Um, that's right. The Raptors <laughs> are going to win another championship and me and Matt are super good at harmonizing. Um, I usually don't say his name before I
0: introduce him, but who are you, sir? That just harmonized with me. I'm your producer, Matt Duncan. Uh, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, are you loving this streak or what?
1: Oh baby, this streak is absolutely wonderful. Um, lots of good things going on in, in, in Raptor land. Yeah. Uh, and and for this podcast as well, I was just on the NBA TV. Uh, so so catch that segment. Uh, I think next Friday, but I'll let you know. Um, and uh, and and we're growing, aren't
0: we, Matt? Yes, we are growing, and uh, with uh, our growth, it moves along the winter. But don't worry, we still got lots of toques. Sure. To buy them, twenty dollars a pop.
1: That's right, twenty dollars for your head top. Uh, keep your brain warm um when the polar vortex uh comes i don't know scooting about yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay uh but you know if people want to find us support us uh how are
0: they going to do that should they just look through toronto sewers or well you know you we do have a patreon if you would like to oh. uh, support us there and we've got some uh, patreon only content we haven't done it in a while but we're gonna do it this week okay we're gonna, gonna do a little freddie on the fly of action
1: Friday on the fly. It's a really convoluted concept. Guess what? <laughs> if you're a Patreon, you'll figure it out and we'll knock your goddamn socks off. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and Matt, sorry, Matt, did you tell people where they can find us? Like yeah. Player Dunks FM Podcast, and sort of yeah.
0: We got player FM. If you go to DunksPodcast.com, we've got all our links there on the side uh, for iTunes and Stitcher and player FM and Spotify. Please subscribe. Please rate helps us. keeps us going. Uh, grows our hearts that's right and if you see a baby raptor you pick it up and you raise it yeah yeah you Uh,
1: (laughs) okay let's uh let's bring on our guest shall we sure we uh did you say surely i said sure we oh okay nice um (laughs) i thought i said shall we and you said Shirley. yeah like oh that's kind of cool like for like losers you know (laughs) Um, okay anyhow uh Uh, she's amazing she's one of the uh, most hilarious performers I know she's an incredible improviser uh, amazing sketch comedian Uh, she has two wonderful sons I won't say their names because you know what like they're not performers so uh, yet Um, but uh, yeah anyways I'm super excited to have her on the podcast for the first time ever she's also a hardcore Raptors fan and um, yeah give it up at home as loud as you can even if you're by yourself for Paloma Nunez
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Do, 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 What song is this?
0: <laughs> that's, uh, th- th- that's a little uh, Electro Doodle for you.
2: Okay, it was awful. I hated it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Paloma, did you hate it mostly because of the name, Electric Doodle?
2: Yeah, I think it was. I'm like, oh, so it doesn't get cooler. <laughs> <So I literally laughs> no, do.
0: not a lot of these songs are cool. Every once in a okay. while, someone gets lucky, but... You know, wait till you hear the next guest. At least you're not that one.
2: Okay. I like this. (laughs) Uh,
0: But Paloma, thanks for doing this pod. I'm pumped to have you.
2: Me too. Thank you for having me.
1: Raptors. And you know what? I've forgotten to say this to some people, but um, I just want to say congratulations to you because you're a champion. Me? Yeah. You're and a Raptors so are fan. You. So I know. Are you. I know. So I, I, I got to remember every Raptors fan who's on the pod. I got, I got to just congratulate them because we won a championship. So
2: yeah, we did. We did it together. We cheered we them on hard.
1: We cheered hard. They,
2: they owe us a thanks too, a little bit. I think they will. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, individual thanks would be nice, but obviously it's a big city.
2: Yeah. Say my name. Say my name. I'd love it. If they said my name. Ugh.
1: They will. They will at some point. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> okay. Um. This next guest is uh, is also very funny. He's uh, also a sketch comedian. Um, but different than Pohoma is my brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, you know, he does a million things. Um, catch, uh, catch a sketch troupe, Tony Ho. Uh, you know, he's, he's a voice actor and a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, he's slightly taller than me. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Give it up <laughs> as loud as you can, even if you're at home by yourself. For Miguel Rivas.
3: Blobby samba. <laughs> blobby, samba. blobby samba.
1: See blobby samba really kicks in.
0: Electric yeah, doodle it does. It kind of doodles its way off a cliff. No, yeah, you, you gotta work with it a little it's more. So- It'll grow on you like a fungus.
3: That's my signature thing you now. Everybody recognizes me. Yeah, like, everybody. <laughs> Whenever I walk down the street, people say, hey, you're a blobby Samba guy. Can you hum it? Can you hum um, it? That's can my you dream. Get a, I get a hard copy of it? Do you have vinyl?
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you
1: tour
3: Blabie Samba?
0: <laughs> oh, this is more of my Miguel,
1: heart. Miguel, how are you doing? Thanks for being on this podcast.
3: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the podcast, brother.
1: <laughs> are you ready to talk some Raptors, Paloma, and Miguel?
3: Yeah
1: yeah. Uh Woo. Um, I I I feel like I wasn't like genuine when I'm like, are you ready? But like I still like I do feel that excited.
3: Is that cool? Yeah.
2: I believe you. You always sound excited. Yes.
3: (laughs) Okay. um, I'm I'm wait 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 wait. Sure. Jacked.
1: Oh, that sounded that sounded genuine as hell. Maddie, would you give me that Raptors sting? Hello, we are back. Um, we are back. I know, I know that you actually went away, um, listener, and then you, you know, you came back later to listen to this segment. But um, Miguel, let's let's get rolling on Raptors stuff here. The Raptors have officially tied uh, their longest winning streak in franchise history: eleven wins. The last time we won uh, eleven games was uh, in the fifty-nine win season uh, when we were just Wild. rolling along. And um and yeah, we're at eleven games, and um you know Oladipo's back with the Pacers, and, and we got a big twelfth game coming up. We're going to try and break that franchise uh, mark there. Um, I will be
3: attending this game. Wow, big game! I'm big game. Not afraid to say it. Big announcement tonight from me. I will be attending this game, and I will I will be eating popcorn. Huge. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, where we go? Um, my question to you is. What's another fun streak? Like, what's like, what when you think of a cool streak, whether it's basketball or whatever comes to mind first? What's a really fun streak?
3: Well, honestly, I know you probably wanted me to expand outwards, but I'm going to look inwards. And and what actually I thought about was another Raptors streak. Uh, mm. Do do you remember when Vince Carter was on our team? Do you remember that guy? Uh, yes. yeah, Vincent Lamar Sorry, Carter. Who?
2: who are we talking about?
3: Vince Carter, number he <laughs> fifteen. But can okay. you say his middle name? Good. Lamar. Oh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Well well, uh the we he had this incredible run in the playoffs where he missed the famous shot against Philadelphia. Right. Everything fell apart. And the next year was fraught with, you know, he was injured, he didn't want to junk anymore. Remember there was all these controversies. And he kinda went down. The end of the season looked like it was completely over with uh, over with. And they had to win eight in a row to make the playoffs. And led by Alvin Alvin Williams, they did that. It was like every single game was unbelievable, right? One after another was crazy. And for some reason, that streak sticks out in my mind as the best thing the Raptors ever did until they won the championship.
1: Hey, that's a that's a pretty damn good answer. Um, yeah. Well, Paloma, is there is there a streak? Oh. Is there a streak for you that you're thinking of, or, or you know, the feel good times of this streak makes you think of?
2: Um, I think my, my streak is uh, completely unrelated, and it was most consecutive days that I had a Fresca. <laughs> so okay,
1: that's pretty great. And can, <laughs> how many days is that?
2: I don't know. It's probably infinite. It's truly, it's disgusting how much Fresca I drink. At least what it this, is. Is this a goal I'm, you have, or just? Something it's like not that? a goal. It's not a. It's not even a pride thing. It's it, it's embarrassing, <laughs> but I am looking for a Fresca sponsorship. So, if they want me as their like. Like an influencer, I'm looking for that job. But that has nothing would, to do with What
3: would with your that pitch job. be?
2: I like Fresca, so let me drink it for you.
1: <laughs> Honestly, a Fresca, like an accidental Fresca streak is <laughs> the pitch for a commercial. Right? <laughs> right? Oh,
2: my God. And it's always like cold in my fridge. Just trust me. When people come over, they're always like, can I have a Fresca? Because they know I have them.
1: Honestly... When I come over, can I have a fresca?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Next time we I should would do also this like podcast to have a here, right? Like it's ice cold, and I always keep it cold. It's not good warm. It's cold.
1: I mean, it really, it really like the the name fresca. I feel like really does a good job. It's like napkin or something. It's like you know what it's about. Like it's yeah. gonna be fresh.
2: It's gonna be thirst
3: quenching. Yeah, fresh like
2: a napkin. What? That's right. Fresh <laughs>
1: like a napkin. Like when you, when you pick up a napkin. I mean, I don't know about you two, but I know it's going to be fresh.
3: You mean like a wet nap? You mean wet nap?
1: Sure. (laughs) Honestly, whatever napkin's on the ground, I assume it's fresh.
3: (laughs) Don't take it from the ground.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, napkin bit aside, um, my my longest streak was actually, uh, I thought one of you may say it, so I just got to shout it out to uh, all Raptors fans out there, but... It's kind of meaningless in today's NBA, but for a very, very long time, the Raptors had the NBA uh, record-holding win streak for most for most games in a row with a three-pointer made.
3: Uh, and I hmm, hardly it, would call that a win
1: streak. Well, it's not a win streak; <laughs> it's a streak. I didn't specify what type. Oh, sorry,
2: with a 3 point really? made. Is there a team that has not made a three-pointer in a game?
1: Well, you see, the, yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like in today's NBA, it's we, it would be basically wouldn't happen. But, okay. but you know, like six, seven, eight years ago, you know, every a, a team would like not hit a three, let's say, every like 20 games or something like that. But the Raptors made it some 600 or 700 games or whatever it was. But there was one game in the, in the middle of that streak where it was looking like they weren't going to hit a three. And this guy Derek Martin, uh, oh, basically, I was this. was was in at the end of the game, and fans are chanting for pizza because we had like ninety eight or ninety seven oh. points,
3: and the other team's the not even really pizza deal.
1: Like we are, we already like lost the game or the game was over. It didn't matter. And just as the seconds wound down, he kind of looked around and he just jacked a three and nailed it, and it kept the streak alive and also gave everybody <laughs> pizza. So.
3: Beautiful. Like, immensely disrespectful to the other team.
1: Super disrespectful. Actually, uh the there's there's a I mean we'll we'll talk we'll talk NBA later, but there was a, a whole disrespect fight thing in the league this uh this week with uh Jay Crowder hitting a three and basically getting attacked by Alfred Payton. It was pretty uh it was like one of those disrespectful to games over type of threes. And Jay Crowder stole the ball and then went to it was shoot a, a three. Wild team. It was a wild scene. Yeah.
2: Sorry, is this like when the game is done? And we're like, we're just gonna ride out the clock. I'm gonna stand here and dribble, and like six, five, four, three, two, one. Is that when? Well, well yeah, it would be, you, but generally... Game? there was fifty seconds left. There was fifty,
1: there was 50 seconds, left. but there was like a twenty point lead.
2: Okay. So. I mean, was, as a coach, I'd yeah. be like, we're still gonna try to get just get just jack up your your points. Get get some points.
1: See, Paloma, you're the type of coach that would just like win nonstop. Yeah,
2: you're and, like a
3: and champion, you would have championship yeah. mentality.
2: But that's you because did, I'm yeah. from a championship city. Just gonna
3: say
1: huge, huge. Okay, Paloma, <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give you the first crack at this question. Uh oh. Um, no, the, I, I feel like I, I guess this could be an uh-oh, but, uh oh, but if you didn't like either of these people, but um, yeah, well, uh, Kyle Lowry is has been named an All Star for his sixth time. Uh, in a row, I believe, and um, there there might have been a year in, in the middle there where he he didn't get it. No, no, uh, it's six in a
3: row. It's six. In it a row. is six in a
1: row. Okay, sorry, it was Demar who missed a year because uh, of injury. But but um, anyways, yeah So Kyle six uh, six All Star, um, and and Nick is actually going to get to coach the All Star game for his first time. So just, he just didn't say coach last year. Uh, he did not coach last year because, oh. um, similar to this year, we were in second place. And the the way the the All Star coaching works is, the first place team, uh, their coach gets to coach the uh, All Star game. But if they coach the previous year, then they don't get to coach. Oh. So Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks would technically coach it again, but he can't because you know. They're basically like, come on, spread it around, type thing.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I thought he got it last year, but like, that's my memory for you. It's the fresca. <laughs> Kills your memory.
3: Yeah, honestly. Oh my that, God. What's in yeah. that stuff?
2: No, the fresca. <laughs> are you, you, you drinking
3: the flavored stuff? Are you drinking the flavored
1: stuff? No, it was just the grapefruit, the original,
2: the OG. <laughs>
1: <Don't>
3: I'm <laughs> down with how hardcore this
1: fresca is. <laughs> Okay, but 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 Paloma, yeah, Wait, you so-
3: have to stop making fun of Fresco or she's not gonna get the deal.
2: <laughs> this is I'm just realizing the second podcast I talked about Fresca. So this is just <laughs> this is really sad for me in my career. Anyways, um, let's get to the question. Sorry, Freddie.
1: No, no, the thing that you don't realize is like I have some major connections with Fresca <laughs> and I'm just waiting for the right moment to drop them so like I can get you that, you know, endless bucket of Fresca you need.
2: This is my dream come true. Just oh, in a Lord. big
3: bucket, not even a bunch of cans, just in an open bucket <laughs> of Fresco. That's right.
1: some, nap, some napkins on the ground nearby? No worries. <laughs> uh, okay. But, 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 you know, we're saying a lot of nice things about Fresco. We're saying a lot of nice things about napkins. But I want you to say one nice thing about Kyle Lowry, Paloma, and one nice thing about Nick Nurse.
2: And what a nice thing about Nick Nurse.
1: Yeah, yeah, just you know, it's a, it's a good time. I, w- I want you to I want you guys to gas him up. Just to say nice things about our, our our champions.
2: I mean, Kyle Lowry is I want to say a bulldog except I don't think bulldogs are f- as ferocious as he is. And I'm mm-hmm. just so in awe and he's always displayed this this like put your head down and work really hard and the more you piss him off, the worse it gets for the opponent. And, and I, I really respect it. But I do feel like since Kawhi left, it's almost like solidified that a little bit harder. And he's taken on a little bit more of like that, like stoicism in that, like, he's so focused and, and very driven. And these are all like words that don't even seem to do the justice to that. I think that Kyle Lowry brings to this, which is just like, we are not losing this game. It is unacceptable for that to happen and I will mm-hmm. just run and take it back. And I mean, as of late, they've, you know, kind of been close to blowing games in the fourth quarter, and I just found him to be like, nope. And and it turns the whole team around and the whole game around.
1: Oh, you're you're a hundred percent right. And like he just seems like he understands all the little levers within the game. Like sure, you know, someone like Pascal's scoring more or um, you know, other people are gonna rebound the ball more or whatever, whatever. But Kyle just seems to understand what buttons to press and when. Like I, I you know, I, I've said this on the podcast a couple times, but I really think that he's not complaining to the refs, he's campaigning to the refs. And that's from the very beginning of the game. Like everything he's doing is working towards that one goal. And and kind of like you said a big part of that is, is recognizing when the team needs him to take over. Like he's just, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a ferociousness paired with like kind of like, I don't know, like cleverness or like gamesmanship or something.
2: And I'm always impressed that the other teams love him. Like he seems to be buds with everybody and they feel like, because he can seem to be like, play a little bit, like to get under your skin and get those, like, you know, offensive fouls. Or, like, he's very good at doing, like you're saying, these little things that aren't just about shooting and rebounds. But about, like, getting under people's skin or forcing uh, shitty turnovers or whatever. Um, I, I feel it, yeah, you'd think that would make people hate you. But people seem to love him.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of like they respect his compete level maybe or they respect his ferociousness
2: smart he is he's very smart about it. it's like on many layers he's playing this game
1: yeah I, I i think like kyle's definitely like a 3d 3d chess player um or like you know he's got his uh, galaxy brain going like i love telling people that kyle is my age my height and my weight um so just as a reminder that like you know I have no place in the NBA.
3: Well, humble brag here.
1: No, no. I'm saying that so people can recognize that Kyle is like a mere mortal. And like, wait, <laughs> like, what, you know, all these other people. And are
3: like, that you're jacked. We get it. Listen. You're totally our, ripped.
1: Our body shapes are completely different, okay? <laughs> are, you know, I am all flab, all right? Uh, you know, I have nothing on Kyle in any way. I'm just saying, those three basic things, like, you shouldn't be able to be six foot and this ferocious in the NBA. Like, I would, I'd have a panic attack. Straight up, well, somebody uh, passes me the ball, I'd have a panic attack.
2: And seeing those huge bodies and, like, letting them run I'm into freaked. you and knock you down or running through them, get out of here.
1: Yeah. Um okay Paloma wait did did you say something about nice about Nick Nurse yet?
2: I didn't yet. Okay. Oh, Mr. Nicky. Um Nick Nurse. <laughs> Mr. I, Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> um I think little,
3: Nicky, little Nicky, Little Nicky. No, Mr. Nicky is the best.
2: They did call him Mr. Nicky. Um I think what I love about him and and honestly I'm not like in tune enough to like what plays are happening and where people are supposed to do i'm just like it all looks improvised to me so that's my ignorance but he seems to be incredible at like switching shit up all the time and as an improviser hello hello i feel like he's uh, very much into like going with the flow and changing it and also just like really perfectly timed timeouts of like no you're not gonna you're not going to get a big run on us because he's just going to stop the momentum and then refocus his team and then get back in there. But from my ignorance standpoint, he just seems to be someone who's like willing to change and constantly because I think our team doesn't have like a Kawhi right now, then a Kawhi can show up in like Serge or Kyle or Norman Powell or even Gasol. Like they can all have their really awesome nights it's he's so great at like kind of just like well oh, well that's who's going on tonight and that's that's where it's going and he seems to just support that
1: uh. no you're 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 a hundred percent bang on because his his ability to kind of go with the flow and' it's, it's weird because it's one of those like uh what's what's the word I'm looking for kind of like these expressions that sometimes seem empty mm-hmm. but but they're but they're real right it's like it's like when you're, when you're about to go on stage and someone's like have fun out there you know there's a part of you that's like shut up <laughs> and then there's another part of you that's like that is the single most important thing to do yes. and and you know for someone like nick it's like he really does go with the flow he really does kind of like adapt um you know his use of zones is something that like people were making fun of even in the finals. And yeah, it was happening last year. But, you know, you're seeing him use like these like high school like presses and like just these like intricate kind of like defenses that really haven't been in the NBA for a long time. And and not just that he's changing up what he does throughout the game whether it's the starting lineup, whether it's like the defense we're showing, whether it's, you know, kind of like the offense we're running. You know, probably our
3: players. I think the players really like him too. I feel like there's a lot of different opinions about how you should be a coach, or like I don't know, everyone should be scared of you, or or if you just keep a little bit of distance, even if you have on really good terms with players, but you like run a tight ship or whatever. But he seems to just get along with the players. I don't know. I don't really know if that's true, but that's like the uh, vibe I get out of it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I I'd agree I like more like a player coach, right?
3: Yeah, and I think he like creates space like Longo's saying for like, you know, everyone in the rotation to have their own night. But even further than that, like down the bench, I feel like everyone on the team feels like they have a chance, and that he'll make space for you if you really play well. Which is why, like, I don't know, we have people like O'Shea Brissett coming in, and he looks amazing, even though he plays in four minutes, not amazing, but you know what I mean. He looks <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 it seems like everyone wants to impress Nick Nurse. I really like that.
1: Yeah, no, and 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 Miguel, I think it's a it's a nice transition. So, would you say like is your is your nice comment about Nurse that the players like him and he seems to kind of be like a guy that garners respect, not from the referees obviously, but from I think players. that
3: Mister Nicky is a sweetie. <laughs> Aww.
1: that's
3: oh my that's god! What I'll say,
1: Catherine Nyker, who was on the uh the pod last last week, is gonna love this episode. Uh, if she listens to it because she is Nick Nurse's biggest fan, and uh, yeah, she's pretty into how he looks. Let's be real. She thinks he's handsome. she's super into Nick. Um, I, I mean, they'll 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 end up together, I'm sure, at some point. So,
3: can, can I quickly say one nice thing about Kyle Lowry, too? Yes. I like I feel like he, as much as uh, the other players, obviously like him so much. I feel like fans in other cities must hate him because of the way he talks to refs. And, you know, he's like he's a bit of a flopper, let's face it. Come on. Um, In the most fun way, in the most efficient way. But, like, imagine if he wasn't on your team. God damn, how is this guy getting away with all this stuff? I don't know. That's my vibe on him, too. That's why I love him so much.
1: Kyle would drive you straight up insane if he was not on your team. Um
2: yeah, like but, a, li- like a yeah. little shithead in the best way because he's our little shithead. And I mean, totally, shithead exactly. with, like, so much love.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, okay, Miguel, I'm going to – I'll keep it with you here, but, um, yeah, I'm just kind of – this is, like, very open-ended. It's, like, in, in whatever way you see it, but do you think there's a, a team like the Raptors out there, just, like, you know, in general or maybe this year? As far as like a maybe a franchise ethos, or maybe their team just looks similar. Like, do the Raptors have a doppelganger, or are we just kind of like I, so unique? I,
3: I feel like the Raptors have kind of taken the, the the crown of being the team that has the best development system in the entire league. Mm-hmm. I think we can like safely say that debate. The way that the league, Pascal Siakam, even Terrence Davis, players who have been completely counted out, work their way up through our g-league system and find you know roles on championship teams i think we've taken that crown and you know that used to be the spurs for 20 years that was the spurs and it still is the spurs they have a great development system but you know they're struggling and i don't know i, I feel like we're finally actually spurs east so that's the first like comparison i thought of
1: yeah spurs east is a solid comparison um paloma do you think that there's a there's kind of like a a Raptors doppelganger out there? Is there a team that kind of reminds you of the Raptors in any way?
2: I mean, no, I, I don't know. Cause I honestly don't watch a ton of other teams. I yeah. get bored. Cause I don't care as much. For like, sure. It's like, it's like a really good drug. And like, once I got high on that, I don't get high on these things anymore. So I don't oh, want drugs as an analogy, but
1: no, um, this is good. Bring it back to this Fresca. Is this about Fresca?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I knew it. I knew it. Uh, uh
2: I'd say, like, only just in the underrated, nobody saw them coming, like the Miami Heat.
1: Yeah, no, actually, the if, totally. if you didn't say the Heat, uh, they were going to be a team that I bring up because they're also are filled to the brim with players who people are like, who are these guys? But they're players oh. that are, like, very good. So
3: like the, in, a, in a way, the Raptors are exactly like a cranberry lemon fresco, like on a cold summer day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Oh, you know? wow. Like, where are we getting and the and cranberry and... lemon ones, Miguel?
3: Oh, you got you got to know a Noah guy.
1: Okay, but
3: are you <laughs> yeah. are you too
1: re- are you too ready for my doppelganger team? Yes. Okay. Now, this one is a, like you, your answers are the correct answers. My my answer is like <laughs> follow me here. So, the Raptors were a team that it seems like whatever they could possibly do they just couldn't get, like, America's respect, right? Um, And it's kind of like at every turn, you know, we'd have great players sometimes, they would want to leave. We were just kind of like inherently, in a lot of people's eyes, not our own, obviously, a joke. So, then we got really good, we were sustained good, and we got Kawhi, and we won a championship. And, you know, it's the book's out, whether... Whether you know we're respected or not, I think that's a kind of a nuanced answer. But we did have a really, really embarrassing bad history. So I was kind of trying to think like, hey, wait, who had a really bad, ugly history and then became like champions or whatever? And the first team I thought of was Golden State, but you know they won too much; they were too good for too long. So like, hopefully the Raptors make five finals in a row, but we'll we'll see. And you know the Warriors also had won a championship before. Now, the Clippers are us because the Clippers, when they when they came to L.A., they were not accepted. They are a joke. They're still a joke. People don't like them. Um, They're not a thing in L.A. People don't wear Clippers hats. People don't wear Clippers merch. It's kind of a thing. People recognize that they're good now, but it's like, okay, this is fun. We're good. But at the same time, like... It's LeBron's town. This is a Lakers town. Sorry, bud. And I think that there's a good chance that, you know, the Clippers do something special this year with Kawhi, and they might still not have respect. Now, I've been kind of slagging the Clippers all year, and I actually don't think they're going to win a championship because the Raptors are unique and special. But anyways, that's my answer for my own question. Cheers. That was a hell hell
3: of a fine print.
1: Yeah, I had to throw in some fine print there because, like, literally no one is the Raptors. T-B-H, Right. Right.
3: Of course. We're the champions. We earned it. It's us.
1: Okay. Can we, uh, you want to talk some NBA or what?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Basketball
0: Association. Oh, Maddie's got a sting
1: for that, I believe. (laughs) Maddie, would you give me that NBA sting?
0: National Basketball
1: Association.
2: I okay, really can... like that tune. I really did. That oh, one's so good. Yeah, that one's good. Really
1: good. <laughs> Paloma, I was gonna ask like, when when you said NASCO, uh, National Basketball Association, and I said, oh, Matt's got a sting for that. Did you think it was actually gonna be the exact same word?
2: <laughs> no, I did not. But I was like, well, this is the second word. I'm not missing it.
1: <laughs> You're like, wow, this is. Really literal. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> you gotta make a, You gotta make a Spotify playlist of all these songs for the competitive dungs heads out there. who want to jam out to Blobby songs? <laughs> and and and
1: for for Palomas, you definitely gotta throw in like a soundbite that's like Fresca, uh, do 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 Fresca. <laughs> uh.
2: I'll do those ads, like the Spotify ads on the on the playlist, even if you have a premium account. I'll still.
1: Thanks for you. listening. <laughs> Even if you have a yeah, you know, some people they pay for the premium account. They still want the good ads, baby.
2: They're still gonna get the fresca ad. <laughs> yeah, they
1: still need those fresca ads. Uh okay, well uh i I'll let you think on this one for a bit because because you just said you don't you don't watch a lot of non-Raptors basketball, which you know what is damn okay because the Raptors are are the only team that really matters. But um Miguel, do you do you have a non- favorite uh, Raptors team to watch
3: um, unfortunately i would say the bucks because i've been watching the bucks for years and i was so excited when they got on it. and there's just so little to hate about them and the way they they play and the, and the way they've risen to total dominance is like obviously upsetting now because I'm the raptors to beat them so we beat them last year but still have this crazy soft spot for them and and Giannis, come on, he's just so fun and nice and good. How can you hate that guy? They're, it's hard to think of them as hell.
1: Yeah, and I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast knows I've never really been into the narrative that um, Kawhi was better than Giannis. Uh, I think Giannis has been the best player in the world for like two years. I just think the Raptors were better.
3: Um, I also think uh, I also think the Nuggets are so fun. The
1: watch. Nuggets are absolute blast.
3: Um, um, you know, you can root for the Canadiana with Jamal Murray, obviously. That's sure. That's a fun way in uh, if you're a loser like me. But the other thing is Jokic is just like pure entertainment. I, I feel like they're so fun to watch.
1: Um, Paloma, I don't know if you got a team, but I'm, I'm actually going to give my answer, which I think seems like it's a troll answer, but I swear to God it's
2: not. i got a troll answer too. Okay, you go ahead. Go. Okay, mine is the Houston Rockets.
1: And everyone hates. Well, I know because it sounds like I'm trolling people because of Harden or whatever. But I just think that the people like when people play the Rockets, they play the Rockets with like a certain like animosity Mm. that I can't quite describe. It's just kind of like people are. It's like they recognize the Rockets are good, but they're just they're like they feel icky about playing them.
3: And you know what? We're like weirdly. From hating Harden's style, of because we had DeRozan for so many years. Um, obviously, they're not exactly the same because of the threes. Like Harden lives and dies by the threes, and more now than uh, now more than ever. But he also is a guy who is like all about driving and playing the ref for, for fools all the time. And that's what DeRozan did. That was DeRozan's whole career. And so as a as a Raptors fan, you were like, oh, I like this style of play, so I get it.
1: Yeah. No. And, and also, I'm just I'm just down with someone who's like willing to do what works, even if it like kind of like defies like what's popular in the NBA. Um, but uh and so but yeah.
2: why, why? Why does everyone hate James Harden watching him? And I, I I do too. I kind of cringe. I'm not sure why. So
1: I th- I think they largely hate him because you know there's. Kind of like what me and Miguel were talking about before, where there's this perceived kind of like these unwritten rules of the game, and I think one of the unwritten rules that's really kind of like subjective, depending on who you, uh, like kind of depending on who you talk to, but it's it's tricking the refs, it's baiting the refs into giving you calls. So literally every great player ever has done this magnificently. Like Michael Jordan was amazing at it. LeBron's fantastic at it. Kobe was like turned it into an art form. But still there's this kind of yeah, it's 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 hard exactly to put like a finger on it, but but there's certain types of like egregious levels of it that bother players and fans more than others. And Harden has definitely taken that to like it's it's kind of like furthest logical step. And on top of that, he also shoots like 18 threes a game or whatever. And some people don't like watching that.
3: Yeah, they or, just just the style of playing, like, volume over quality shots. It's like something that was frowned upon in basketball for so long. And now it's not. Now it's like, oh, mathematics say you should do this. But he just does it so much. He just takes every single shot. And then so some nights it's like, oh, my God, he had 11 threes or whatever. I don't know if he's ever actually had 11. But um, he's hit so many threes. But mostly, so, it's like oh, he's three for
2: a twelve from three. It's like, oh god. So is it like that? Maybe he needs to share the ball a little bit more.
3: Well,
1: kind of, because like for for Harden, I think, you know, he like the what's it called the the way the Rockets play is is largely in response to yeah. the way that Golden State plays, and or Golden State played rather, and their their whole thing was like the joy of the game where they would basically pass the ball a million times
3: and do like all these Brazilian like... million style soccer.
1: Yeah, kind of like this elaborate, joyous type of game where Houston was like, you Me know
3: what? Bonito.
1: The Houston style was like, actually, if you run around less and pass the ball less, you'll make less mistakes and be more oh. efficient. So they almost have that like... That like German World Cup approach to soccer, where they're like, "Well, we'll just make sure every player we have is six five, and we make good passes," and everyone's like, uh, "Okay, I, yeah, all right, I guess so." So Harden has Harden and the Rockets kind of have the, this attitude of, "Well, if winning's the only thing that matters, then 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 why are you pretending anything else cares?"
2: Can I try like an what? analogy and comedy that like?
1: Oh yes, please. So oh, is it yeah. like?
2: those comedians that are go out there and they're like and maybe even I do this sometimes but you're like way too blue or it's all about low hanging fruit and but is it really about entertaining the audience and the audience always laughs but all everyone else is like yeah but you know we could tell better stories or get something more than just like a testicles joke
3: yeah but then pun intended that comedian rockets to start it. Okay, that's like because the they're successful a lot too.
2: Yes, I that's see. The
3: thing they're not a trash
2: team. they're so, good. Okay, and so we all know people like this in all of our respective yes. fields. Okay.
1: Exactly, um, and, and yeah, that How comedian uh, that comedian would be like, but my laughs per minute is higher than yours, and you'd be mm-hmm. like, all right,
2: well, if that's what it's about. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, and and by the way, uh, James Harden has hit 3 pointers in a game three times. Well, um, so he's never hit 11. But uh, wait, wait, who's who's your troll team, Paloma? You, well, you it was
2: No, it's more of like it's kind of a shithead answer in that like the team I'll watch is the Clippers because I just love Kawhi and I still do, <laughs> and I'm not over it. And I no, think he's the best. I, he totally is. And I just loved what he brought to our team, and then how our team is even. He left us better than he found us in a way.
1: Um, I totally agree.
2: And um, I, I like in a, in a cringy, awful way, I guess, watching us play the Clippers and just <laughs> fall apart. Like, who are you? It's like, at, at the feet of our ex boyfriend or whatever. And you're like, maybe you loved us a bit, maybe you didn't. I don't know. I feel like it's 100% head game.
3: A bit of a Ross Rachel situation.
2: Oh, no, you know? for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, but we're just showing Kauai like our dark, messy side, yeah. and he has not seen like we uh, us take off our glasses and like show up to the wait, ball.
3: If, if this is a Ross Rachel situation, does that mean that we're going to end up together at the very end? I
2: mean, oh, like, yeah. you know, but that's if, the wait, movie, if it's Ross, Ross a baby a statue, and if it's Ross I mean, Rachel, baby, we have a baby. Have a like, baby? What's your baby equivalent in basketball? He had a baby while he lived here. I know. So there you go. Yeah, I guess, I guess
1: honestly a baby's a baby equivalent. There's a pretty good, pretty good answer there. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's do some all-star reserves. Okay. Um, and you know, uh, generally anytime the all-stars get nominated, um, or, or, or kind of the all-stars reserve make it, uh, generally people have their kind of like hot takes of like, Oh, this guy should have made it or that guy should have made it. And you know, uh, that's kind of how the, the, conversation goes um so i'm just going to rattle off the eastern conference um reserves and then i'll give you both the chance to say well i think this person should have made it and then we'll see if we can kind of find like a match there uh, and, th- and then i'll do the west so here we go uh the, the and 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 we're just not going to even touch the starters the 10 starters were voted in um,
3: and, by the fans, you can't mess with democracy.
1: democracy that's right. Is,
2: right? <laughs> it's perfect as it's, we can see.
1: That's right. So anyone listening to this pod who's like, "Well, what about Trey Young?" It's like, I'm sorry, dude. Um, okay. So Eastern Conference player pool is, uh, we got Bam Adebayo from the Heat. His uh, his first All Star selection. Jimmy Butler, number five. Kyle Lowry number six, Chris Middleton number two, Demontis Sabonis, uh, it's his first time. Ben Simmons, it's his second time, and Jason Tatum, it's his first time. So, okay. uh, yeah, Miguel, you got you got someone who shouldn't be on there.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hot take, um, Bam Adebayo shouldn't be on there, as well as he's been playing. I feel like the it should be Brogdon. I feel like Brogdon was wrong. Um, and he deserves a spot for how he's held that team together. Hmm. Uh,
1: I, w- I gotta say, I wasn't really thinking along those lines, but, uh, I Whoa, quite,
3: okay. quite, well, thanks for having me on the show.
1: <laughs> no, no. Oh no. I didn't mean it like that. Miguel. Oh my God. Um, no, just had a, I guess I did right? I wasn't really thinking about the Pacers, you know, they got Sabonis. So yeah, maybe it's a bit, uh, like, like, they're only supposed to get one guy, but the, well, heat, the heat get, get the heat, Yeah, exactly. The Heat get two, so. The Pacers yeah, that...
3: are right in there with the mix. That, that's, that's, the Pacers kind of, you know, back to your doppelganger question, have a similar thing uh, in the NBA where people don't want to think about them. They, they would rather the LA teams are good or the Knicks are good or the Celtics mm-hmm. are good. And, you know, the Pacers are right
2: there with the Celtics and the Heat and
3: us. Their record is basically the same. What's their record right now?
1: Um, I can pull it up in a second. I'm
2: looking here. it up Well I'm you guys... Yeah.
1: Okay, Paloma, you, you... As Paloma's looking it up, I'm going to say um, that in the Eastern Conference, uh, I hope this isn't too lame, but uh, I do not have a snub.
2: Ooh. Oh, that's a... The Pacers, that's are, are, the Pacers are in fifth, and they're 31 and 18, and we're 36. And then Boston's the 33, and they're 33 as well. So they're oh, close, okay. two mm-hmm. games off. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, with their, the same as the 76ers. And they're missing their star player until,
3: what, two, two games ago? When did they lose? They're, they're going like to be that. deadly. They're, that's a team you're not going to want to play. Let me tell you.
2: Do you think that's a team that we don't want to play with a 12-game win streak on the line?
3: <laughs> I'm scared. But they, I feel like they're reintegrating all right now, so it's like they're a little bit kind of, uh, they're not exactly fluid, or they don't have a lot of chemistry right now, but they will. So mm. we're probably catching them at a good time, actually.
2: Okay. Because I want...
3: going to eat those words.
2: Oh, no. I want that 12, so I'll oh. put those words in a sandwich. Oh. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Where, where, where are we at here? You have uh, no
2: snubs. I know stuff did you
3: have you came in with a total cop out answer.
1: I did. But I got to say I've racked I've kind of like racked the list a little bit and the closest thing I can get to is like Levine or Bradley Beal and I feel like I'm like some old man yelling at a cloud but I think that winning does matter. Like, in the sense where if you're close to 500 and you have wicked stats, great. If you're on a horrendous team, I, I, it's hard for me to care about your stats. Like, if your team is, is like, Trey Young bad, it's like, what are you even doing? Like, like, I don't really understand how you're helping your team win. Like, if the goal is to win, then I don't really see how Beal and...
3: Yeah, that's the obvious answer with because he just so many points is such an amazing scorer, but they have seventeen wins. Like,
1: yeah, that, that's what I, I mean. mean. And it's possibly. like, it's like I don't know, maybe score less and make more like impact plays on defense. Like, like I, I'm not sure what to say. And, and it's, it's similarly with Levine, you know, he's got like he's scoring quite well, but at the same time, he's not really like like Chicago sucks as well. So. Um, I, I think Fred VanVleet definitely deserves some love, but over who I'm not, I'm also not sure.
2: Hmm. Um. Okay. I think
3: look. It, all the Raptors should have made it. Wait, That's so
2: <laughs> the All Star team is just our team,
3: <laughs> and then maybe we'll get respect. Only <laughs> two of us in the coach. Come on, it'd be more efficient to just send the whole team on the jet.
1: Do you Do you have one, Paloma?
2: I mean, no, because like I, 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 again, I'm, I'm not like hip, but like I still think it's hard. I can sort of see why Van Vliet didn't, because I feel like he kind of cooled off a bit as Norman Powell got really hot. So right. I, I wish, I wish Norman Powell could get that, but you know, I don't, I don't know if there he's better than those other people. Fair enough. So uh, uh, that
3: one, that's actually an interesting question: Is like Will Powell ever make an All Star? Is it possible?
2: I'll I think just, he
1: could, but he definitely need. He would need to be on a team where he gets like he has the kind of capability or like ability to be able to shoot the ball way more than he does. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me rattle off these uh, Western Conference All Stars, and if somebody jumps to mind, we can we can go for it. And uh, yeah, so uh, Rudy Gobert, Jazz. This is his first time. I couldn't believe that reading that. Um, That's crazy. It's crazy, right? B- uh, Brandon Ingram. First time, uh, Nikolai Jokic. Second time, Damian Lillard. Fifth time, Donovan Mitchell. First time, Chris Paul. Tenth time, Russell Westbrook. Ninth. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, I mean, maybe I'll throw out some of the some of the big names here. Devin Booker uh, didn't make it. Demar Derozan did not make it. Um, mm. Paul George did not make it. Uh, yeah. So th- those are all guys that I think. Are right there. Um, sorry, but were we gonna say some pluma?
2: Yeah, it was just like yeah. Paul George didn't make it, but I, maybe sorry, Clippers. Uh, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> cheap. I just want them to. Sorry,
3: we're sorry. Sorry, sorry guys.
2: Us. We're Rachel. But... Um. Yeah, sorry, your new boyfriend's not as good as we were. Um... <laughs>
3: <laughs> wait, no, we uh, wait. We want to be Rachel. Either,
2: yes. Um, uh, and I, I'm, I'm pushing this about analogy hard. The the Rachel thing. I didn't hear you cut out a bit. Oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. No, I don't. I I really wish I had something amazing to say. Except I, I wish Demar could get in there. Is he not? Does he you know not what? match up? Even okay. less do I watch the Western Conference.
1: You know. Can I? Can I? Can I be bold here for mm-hmm. a second? I believe that Demar Derozan should be in the Western Conference All-Star Game, over Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Um, Really? I I, I think it's tight. Uh, Oh, no, wait, sorry. No, I meant to say, sorry. Donovan Mitchell is is a bit tighter, but I I really meant Brandon Ingram. That's who I meant. Because Brandon Ingram is on a – his stats are crazy, but he's on a team that is losing like crazy. So
3: I think that – You know, the Spurs aren't terrific either this year. They're, also true. they have a real shot at getting back in there but they're struggling hard maybe, maybe i'm just same argument.
1: maybe i'm just stumping for Demar. and it's uh it's just That's
3: that cool. yeah. i really thought you were gonna go and i'm here but not with another hot take no, no
1: oh yeah 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 here's another idea they got it right um miguel do you do you have a snub
3: I think, even though we've been talking about how you have to be on a winning team, I feel like Devin Booker absolutely should have made it. I feel like what he's done in the past few years is pretty great. And this year, they seem sort of competitive with how many junky players they have. Um, I feel like they only have 19 wins or something like that as well. But there's still a chance they can sneak back up there. And he's averaging so many points for so many years, carrying this team on his back. I feel like they could have thrown him a bone.
1: Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Um, but you know, also at the same time, hot take. Screw you, Devin Booker. You know what I mean? <laughs>
3: yeah, all right.
1: Sure. I'm sure he's very nice. Uh, okay, last last NBA question here. Um, Paloma, I'll start with you. What is a potential new event for the all star weekend? So what's something you want to see? Um I, I, yeah, I'll just I'll just keep it wide open.
2: I think like best dressed.
1: Oh, so you want a runway? Like, are we talking like a run? Is there commentary? Like, is it full? Oh, like, hell yeah! It's a walk Absolutely. off like Zoolander style.
3: Like,
2: yeah. Yeah. Because they're all, um, a lot of them are very fashionable. A lot of them have their own, like, uh, brands of yeah. things yeah. and like l- 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 sell it. Let's see it. Um, but also their own personal style. Like, I just like love watching Serge and then he would get in there. Cause that would be, he'd, he'd probably win. Who's I the most fashionable?
3: Hattie, they they, they can't have it because Serge would already win. You
2: know? like, yeah.
3: They can't. Why even have a contest? You know.
2: Well, I be think I well think I good think good other job. players would be like, "Fuck that! I'll try to beat it." And then we can <laughs> almost have our own like Met Gala. <laughs> oh, we would.
1: Have <laughs> ever seen how like Russ dresses or like you know Dennis Schroeder. Like, there's some pretty bold stuff out there. It's not just Serge. Yeah, Like, Surge has style, like, big time. But also, there, yeah, like, Surge isn't the only, like, Met Gala dude. Like, um, yeah, fashion show, like, big time. Like, that's a big time yes.
2: And And I also... So much money. Yeah, that
1: that would, like, that would be, like, I think that would be, like, Super Bowl halftime show stuff where it's, like, maybe that's more viewed than the All-Star Game. Mm, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, for a lot of reasons, would be tuning into that. Like, people would be, like, trying to make players wear stuff so they could sell it.
2: Oh, like what well, you're welcome, world, because I think there's a thing with this.
1: Big idea, big idea. Um, Miguel, what, what, what's, an, what's an event that, uh, that, that the, the people need to see at the Raptors game
3: or uh, also game? I think that they should bring back horse, real horse without dunks, but with a team. I think there should be two on two horse and see what kind of crazy tricks they could pull. So, what, what, what are you There's so many to guys see? who can Cause... shoot from so far.
1: Sorry, right, go ahead. No, the, the, I was. I mean, my brain always goes down that route. That route for for All Star Game. Like, I start to think about horse or like three on three. So, like, when you think like two on two horse, like, what are you like hoping to see? Like, what, what do you think would be like? Okay, this is so crazy entertaining. This is awesome.
3: I don't know. I feel like um, Steph Curry shooting from the tunnel, or like guys doing uh, alley oops from you know. As far as they could possibly go, or just things that aren't dunks necessary. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I think that. I I mean, I think you're on to something because I feel like people
3: chugging fresca from a (laughs) funnel,
2: chugging fresca and then dunk, and then (laughs) see if you can jump. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want to hear your burp after that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. So I like that. I want to hear your burp. It's like you better make you better make Paloma proud with that burp
2: don't give um, me none of that I want to hear some like what
3: about what about a game of bump? what about like a true kids game Okay, Miguel, all Nat, the best players in the league
1: you're at where I'm at now so a, a, a game of bump um, is not what I was going to say but a game of bump is like right there because uh, I was thinking that it would be kind of funny if there was like not necessarily like a pop a shot but I think, how fun would it be if they made like a moving backboard thing and like a bunch of players got to try to like do it? It would just, I think it would just be very fun to watch like super skilled people.
3: Yeah, of produce some nonsense like globes rather,
1: Yeah. Of. Or like, or, or what about like if they did like a mini, um, what's it called? Like three point shooting contest, but it's like only big men. Yeah, what if they
3: just flip the script like that, do something bizarre?
1: Like, something like that, or or or, or what if it's,
3: like... Because every time uh, it's always, like, here's, here's All-Star Saturday night, and it's, like, three events, and it's over. Like, give us ten events.
1: Yeah, exactly, because I also would love the event when they had a retired player, a current player, and a WNBA yeah. player do that, the like...
3: The higher shooting stars.
1: The higher shooting stars. That was a fun one, and, it, it, like, never got the, like, deserved attention, because it was like, this is pretty cool. All these people that are awesome.
3: That was basketball. <laughs> you got man. it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's basketball. That if, if you like that, ball's in your blood, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> my, my, husband used to, my husband used to, like he's gone. Uh, my partner, Kevin Whalen, um, also a comedian, shout out for Kevin. Kevin's uh, amazing. Uh, something he always wanted was to have regular people beside them, <laughs> just to okay. see how incredible what yes. they're
1: doing is. This, is. this is what I'm talking about. Like, I really want to... Sh- yes, that's exactly it. Or, like, or or something like they have to try and play, like, may- maybe the longest step. Who is the longest step?
2: Mm.
1: You know? Some other kind of, like, side-adjacent, like, skills competition, like, who can like, throw a tennis ball the greatest distance, you know?
3: <laughs> or or who can jump the highest. We just want to watch the draft combine. But
1: for yeah, the draft, we just want to watch the draft camp- combine.
2: I want to watch, like, the guys who never dunk, like Kyle Lowry, have to try to dunk and just watch how fun that would be.
1: <laughs> yeah, watching people, like, or, yeah, exactly, like, watch a race between, like, like Marcus Gasol oh, and God. Adam Silver. <laughs> Like, uh, let's make this a party, you know what I mean? What about, a two, uh,
3: what about for real, what about a two-on-two game between, like, an actual star and a fan? And then another actual star and a fan. That's very fun. Someone who can't can't play well and see if you like, can get to 10 points first.
2: A star with like, a fan like, on each team?
3: Like, me and Siakam.
2: Okay, versus... Versus,
3: versus Paloma and LeBron... <laughs>
2: Sweet Lebron is just gonna gently pick me up so I can put it in the rim. I want to play that game, that sounds so fun.
1: but I love how, like, like you turned to like the idea of like something ferocious into Lebron being like, I'll help you, Paloma. Yeah, because what can I do?
2: I, I'm, I'm gonna be so scared. I'm a kitten amongst elephants, like, I'm too small. Yeah. <laughs> it's so scared.
3: But then, out of nowhere, in source, you know what I mean? Mm. Okay.
2: And I'd have what? to defend Miguel. He's way taller than me.
1: Uh. here's my last here's I my last
3: to the killings. don't worry.
1: Here's my last pitch for an event. Okay. okay. Remember American Gladiators when it was like they they <laughs> w- w- what was the event where like you'd go up to the one thing and someone's like shooting at you? Like the gauntlet, the gauntlet that's what it was called. Basically, you have like a gauntlet version to like eventually get a layup. Like first you have to like dribble past like this like moving kind of like cardboard cutout thing. Then <laughs> then like a fan spills a drink and you have to like jump over the you know what I'm saying? Like like you have to basically like deal with like all of those extraneous like stuff. And like just as you're going for a lap, the ref like calls a tech on you and you have to like talk to go talk to like a fake ref. Um, I'm and just stay saying. Stay calm.
2: You know. yet. Yeah. No, that sounds very yeah and,
3: fun. Yeah. There you go. And stay calm. You
2: Everyone have wants to literally
3: to see sign an endorsement
1: deal. people like when they watch the All Star game, they want to see athletes stay calm. I think.
2: Does Does anyone ever do like a free throw competition? So not a, like where you're at the line, foul shots or whatever.
1: They don't. But what if they did something like just a straight up insane type of competition where, like throughout the weekend any player like they they just had this like camera going like like in some part of the arena at all times and if you were a player that was there you could come in and see how many free throws you could hit in a row
3: yeah
1: they they give a prize to the person who hits the most
3: honestly most of these guys can hit like a thousand free throws in a row in a gym not in a game situation Yes, a, but no. be like a crazy endurance competition, which could also be cool.
1: Well, the, yeah, the, the, that's what I mean. Like, they could each, and you know, it's not, it's like voluntary. So you would just have someone like Lowry being like, oh, I guess I got an hour to kill. Let me go see if I can hit some free throws, put some work in, you know?
2: Because there's some teams that their players need that practice.
3: Exactly.
2: <laughs> Whoa, hot take. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, that's um, actually
3: amazing. The 5,000 percentages in the league have to participate in a free throw competition at the All-Star game.
2: Ooh. That would be good,
1: yeah. Like some public punishment.
2: Yeah, the coaches would be like, "Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, um, <laughs> you Freddie's podcast."
1: Paloma Miguel. Okay, uh, let's let's do some quickish questions and bring this baby home. What do you think? All yes. right. Okay. All right, Maddie. Would you give me that quickish question, Sting? Quickish question. quick
3: like, question Law & Order reboot vibe
1: Law & <laughs> Order like like the show got rebooted or Law & Order mm-hmm. mixed with rebooted, the cartoon
3: reboot no like a reboot of Law & Order would have that song
1: so it's not like Enzo being like, where's my skateboard? And Dick Wolf being like, dum-dum. <laughs> 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 sorry, that's the dumbest joke I've ever made. But, but if Wolf. you like Enzo, yeah.
0: and you like Dick Wolf. Let me know.
1: Okay. So sorry. Um I got Matt laughing, guys. I'm pretty proud. Um Okay, so let's uh, let's do some quickest questions here, Paloma. If you've never done this, the way the segment works, uh, basically, I'm gonna rifle through some questions. I stutter, I slur. They're hard to make sense of sometimes. But your your goal is to answer it as quick as you can, not to deliberate. No phoning a friend. You just gotta be like straight and to the point. Sound good? Okay. Okay, Miguel. Go. You know what's okay. up? Okay. Oh my God. Hi, Matt. Yeah. that's in the mix too. Let's start with Miguel. We'll go, we'll go Miguel, Miguel Paloma-Matt. Miguel, this is coming from Tristan. Describe what your final round dunk contest dunk would be.
3: Okay. Um, I do one of those things where I shoot the ball away in the air from the half court line so that it will bounce close to the rim. And then as I'm running and I jump up I take my phone out of my pocket okay. with my left hand and with my right hand I catch my own pass and dunk it while I take a selfie of my own dunk wow.
1: that's amazing I totally thought you were gonna be like Siri finish this dunk <laughs> 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 um, okay uh Paloma this has come from Jonathan in light of Terrence Davis II's exclusion from the Rising Stars game, which we didn't talk about, but uh, poor guy, uh, <clears throat> please describe a time that you were similarly snubbed. What did you do to hashtag make him believe?
2: Oh, God. Uh, all I have is sadness for you. I um, I played basketball for a bit all heart, not a lot of skill um, and I played in grade six, seven, eight, and 9 because anybody who wanted to play basketball could in grade 9 and then they had tryouts so I'm going to say I had like 3 to 4 years of experience under me and I didn't make it in grade the grade 10 basketball team and I'll show you what I did to make them believe nothing, smoked a lot of weed yeah that's, showing
3: them. that's, showing that's them. how you They're really showing do them show
2: them. yeah okay. but I, I loved it <laughs>
1: Matt. This is coming from Matt. Okay. Is the lack of respect, and it's kind of a tie-in to Miguel's uh, question, is the lack of respect the Bucks are getting a slut to the Raptors? Question mark. Now he elaborates a bit. Obviously, it's more <laughs> okay. of a burn on Milwaukee. But it's a given that the Bucks can't get it done in the playoffs, but they demolished the Celtics and Pistons and outscored the Raps in their series, a Raps team that would probably be the favorite if it was competing in the playoffs this year. Meanwhile, this year they have the best point differential in the history of the league and are on pace for 70 wins. There's my quickish the question. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> this is maybe more
1: of a longer thing for earlier in the episode. So Matt,
0: um, Matt
1: gave us two cents, but he wants to know.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, so the lack of respect the bucks are getting, is it a slight to the Raptors? Correct. Um, I don't think so. No, I think that um, I, I I think it's a, it's a separate thing and it's, you know, it's it's a bit of the, the Eastern Conference trashing that uh, the NBA loves to do so much. Cheers. Miguel, this is coming from Matt again.
1: How silly is Freddie? Oh, my God. Uh,
3: Freddie Van Vliet is not silly. He's a very serious guy. And uh, Freddie Rubis is um, a, total, a total clown. And I mean that in, in, the, in the offensive way.
1: Oh wow! I'm oh my god! I'm I'm am I'm a bad type of clown. Yeah. Well, I got a good cell phone plan one time when I called them and I told them that I was the clown among my friends because they had better cell phone plans and the guy was like wow you're a clown i'm like yeah it sucks and then he's like he gave me a better plan so (laughs) let's just say that sometimes being a negative clown can work for you
3: that's that's a a key that's a key negotiating tactic look like a desperate loser
1: that's right (laughs) that's how i work it paloma uh this is coming from matt um uh Q, uh, Q questions quickish questions is my favorite part of your podcast is there any thought to opening up the podcast with them like an improv warm up if not could you play
0: red ball blue ball to start each episode this is a, I, is this, this is a, a quickish question, question or is this just something for us it's a, is, I, honestly
1: if you put it on the quickish thread a question
0: for Paloma i yeah.
1: will read it jesus a question
3: directed at you and Matt directly
1: Okay, <laughs> well, I'll I'll let Matt answer that, and then maybe Paloma, I'll throw you the next question.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> so, so Matt, what's
0: what's your take on this? Open up the podcast with them, Freddie? Are they is he crazy or what? I mean, I don't know. He's having a laugh. <laughs> I think, I think we run a risk of people turning it off if we do it at the beginning. Uh, okay, ouch! You know how long it takes to get through. I guess the other Matt likes this segment more than my
1: Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Um, okay, uh, Paloma. Um, this is from Daniel. Which player who is currently in trade rumors will end up not being traded?
2: Ooh, Kevin Love.
1: Ooh, okay. Okay, I Ooh. like it. Um. I think that's right I think that's
2: right do I just have to say I don't have to say why right
1: no no this is quickest questions
2: great this is just a feeling go okay
1: that's right Um,
3: so fast
1: Miguel this is coming from (laughs) Tristan what's your personal basketball jersey look Norman Powell Haynes undershirt question mark under v-neck
3: no undershirt me I like to be like a 1950s just the jersey tucked in so tight that you can see my gut uh uh, and no shame, and really high shorts. Okay, That's look. classic <laughs> high socks as well.
1: legs. This is also a bit of a pod question, right? so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it throw it out, Matt, and I'll go go to you next. Oh I'm boy! So Matt, this is coming from Tristan. Isn't Hello. it about time to have a COD
0: dunk contest? Oh boy! So the people crave the content <laughs> with like all our guests that are on. If Honestly, I'm if I'm gonna be involved, uh, I want it to be like slam ball. Like I want us to really go for it.
1: Okay. Tristan, you hear that? We're going to Mississauga, Um, (laughs) where I assume slam ball happens. Okay. Uh, Paloma, this is from Tristan again. Have you ever mean mugged someone while you played basketball? If so, how good did it feel?
2: What What is that mean? It's like
1: when you give that kind of like stank face.
2: Oh, yeah. I accidentally threw a basketball in a girl's face and she gave me that look, so.
1: So, so honestly, no, but, like, you've been on the receiving end.
2: Yeah, but I'm dangerous and not in the good way, like, in the way that I'm not in control.
1: Sick.
3: Wild elbows.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Miguel, this is coming from Timber. Is Stanley Johnson for Vince happening?
3: I think um, that would be so fun, but there's just no way um and i think it would be really tough because vince is i feel like he wants to show that he can play and that's why he's in atlanta here he just wouldn't make our rotation i know that sounds mean but we're just not wouldn't fit the way we play here he's not good enough he's too old oh, sorry i said it
1: hey you said it <laughs> uh okay paloma this this one's a this one's a bit of a thinker so just stick with me okay okay, okay. First of all, let me just ask, do you know you know Patrick Patterson who plays on the Clippers, former
2: Raptor? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So Good Timber, Buds,
2: we're old friends, sorry. Okay, go
1: perfect. Ahead. Timber's asking, <laughs> Were you aware that the greatest Patrick Patterson is a Guyanese-born singer, slash songwriter, slash guitarist who played with a UK-based 1970s funk band, Symond? For correct pronunciation, see video in comments below. Whoops, didn't do that. (laughs) Whose legacy lives on through their hits, Brothers on the Slide, Bra, Dove, and The Message. So basically, are you aware that there's a a greater Patrick Patterson than the one that we all know?
2: Uh, No, I wasn't, but long live the Patrick Pattersons.
1: Great answer. Okay,
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Matt, this has come from Jonathan. Yeah. Almost everybody on the squad has their own branding even coach nurse has his nn hat what does your personal matt
0: duncan branding look like my personal branding um geez you know I've never really thought of uh what i would do i think it would be something uh mint themed i've got a bit of a mint obsession mint <laughs> <laughs> okay that's wonderful um miguel
1: how many Serge Ibaka's would it take to beat a helicopter in a fight?
3: Two. One, to distract, and another to just pull it down and pull it to pieces with this huge arms.
1: Okay, I like it. Paloma, it's coming from Matt. Which five NBA players would you choose to shrink into a syringe and get injected into your blood in a last-ditch attempt to save your life?
2: Which five? Do I need five? Honestly, you could pick one
1: because it's I question... probably
2: wouldn't need, but you'd probably just pick like Kawhi, LeBron. I can't say, never mind. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Lowry, because yeah, uh, Siakam, and then um, it has to be an NBA player. Um, Damar.
1: Oh, Okay, that's great. There's a lot of Raptors history in there.
2: Sprinkle in LeBron. Yeah, he's ferocious. Um, that guy's a demigod, so yeah.
1: Matt, coming from Matt. Mm, Hi, Matt. Oh, whoops, sorry. I just got a question out uh, a little bit late, so it shook it up for me. Okay, um, Amber back. Which raptor would you be least surprised to learn smokes a pack of cigarettes a
0: day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, I'd honestly say Spicy P because he... <laughs> Is constantly surprising me with his whole story and how he keeps getting better. It's gotta be spicy P. He probably like smokes it's, a pack of cigars and inhales them.
1: It's obviously Marcus Hol. But sure <laughs> enough. I love that he's the spicy of all the people you pick the person who runs like he's like, yeah. Like that's 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 that's, oh, that's, you... that's why we do quickish questions. Okay. Um this is good shit. Miguel uh, has come from Timber. Is there a better pass-first offensive weapon in the league than Marc Gasol?
3: I think Jokic is the only answer, but um, then, then Gasol. All
1: right. Paloma, how many games in a row will we win the Raptors? We've already won 11.
2: Oh, I have to look at who we're playing, but I, I know it's Indiana access. So it's like a bunch of Indiana stuff, right? Yeah,
1: we got some Indianas. We got some Nets. We got a Bucks a little while away. I'm going to say 15. Ooh, I like it. Whoa. Matt, it's coming yeah. from Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. How many games... Whoops, sorry. Um, what player from the past best represents Terrence Davis seconds ceiling?
0: Oh, boy. Who could he become? Who could he become? Yes. Um... <laughs> Grievous Vasquez? No, I, I
3: don't. Do you say Grievous <laughs> Vasquez? You do better than Grievous
0: Vasquez. No, I would I would say I would say uh, Alvin Williams. Ooh, great answer. Um okay, Miguel. Uh this is uh your
1: last question. Um, oh my god. It's from Timber. Six games into his NBA career. What are your impressions of Zion? My impression is
3: that he has his whole thing is still predicated on being a slightly undersized height wise dominating big man and I'm not sure that it's gonna be the ceiling people think it is
1: hmm good answer um okay Paloma this is the uh the, the last the last quickish questions uh of the of the segment uh, okay are you ready yes. it's coming from Peter You're coming through at the end here
2: thanks Peter okay
1: so, thanks for listening,
3: Peter.
2: <laughs> Better be a I, good one, Peter.
1: Yeah, it actually is a very good one. Okay. Um,
3: yeah, I take I take back my thanks for listening. Let's hear the questions first.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Paloma. Who is a more toxic? Oh, sorry, who is more toxic? <gasps> Kevin Love
2: or his uncle? Or his uncle?
3: His yes. uncle is Mike Love from the uh, Beach Boys.
2: Oh, oh I, I'm a. I am i do not know enough about that, so I'm gonna go with Kevin Love.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I, I'm wondering. I think. I think Kevin Love maybe like was like hanging out with like Donald Trump or something.
3: Oh, fuck uh, no, I think that's. I think that's Mike Love.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's Mike Love. Sorry,
3: it wasn't Kevin Love. It was Mike Love. Yeah, honestly. Kevin Love. This is unfair <laughs> to Kevin Love, who by all accounts seems like a normal guy. He's such a nice guy, and he's just like, dude,
1: then... I he's like Brian like Wilson on a too.
2: Shitty team, that's all. Then I'll go with Mike Love. That's so, I, I got swayed, but I'll do that anyway.
3: Toxic. Okay. Why? Because we lost three games in a row?
2: Give me a break.
1: That's amazing. Um, Mike Love. You got to do better, dude. Uh, okay, that's that's it for the pod. Thank you both very, very much.
2: Thank you. Um, this was so fun.
1: Thanks for having me. It was a good one. Uh, Paloma, yes. um, so the, this pod's going to come out uh, tomorrow, the 4th of February.
2: That's my mom's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday, Mrs. Paloma. Thank you. Mrs. Paloma. <laughs> um, how she likes to be known, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's totally down with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, you know, um, you got, a, you got a million things going on. Well, what's something that people could check you out? Uh, we're, we're obviously going to link to you, but, um, yeah, if people want to see you in the flesh, if they're in Toronto or there's something you're in that you want them to check out, what well, where, just where can only, we direct them?
2: I'm just opening this little show tomorrow called she, the people at she the, the People, baby A-A theater for till the night, and we're only there for a week. So I think the tickets That's are awesome. very much selling quickly. I don't. I know that they open balcony rows or whatever, but there's not mm-hmm. a lot of seats left. Will in they it.
3: extend the run?
2: No, I don't think they will. At this point, I think it's too late in the game.
1: I see. Get um, your tickets. Well, she the people. um yeah. Go get those balcony seats, people. There's only. Is there only five shows, or is it two shows a night?
2: It's. Eight shows. So we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm counting, sorry, Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. So seven shows.
1: Well, you heard it here, folks. Don't miss you the people. Honestly, go check the show out. It's it's absolutely just like stacked with hilarious women. And um yeah, yeah, it, it's uh it's and it's, it's on you. Yeah, It's a damn good time. Yeah. Uh you know, it's it's been everywhere too. It's been just for laughs. Um, it, 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 when it started, it was, it was that, in, uh, did it go to Washington and win an award
2: there? No. It won it, um, a Helen something award there for best, uh, touring production. Cause it came from Chicago. So it opened in Chicago and then, uh, it came to Toronto. We ran it for about a year and a half and then did some touring. And now it's Mervish time.
1: Mervish time, baby. Whoa. Um, Miguel, what's up? Well, what, what, what do you got going on?
3: Um, you know, I'm living life. You can check me out on the streets, having a good time, eating yeah. great food. And uh, next week, I'll be on I'll be on Because News at uh, on CBC Radio, and you can listen to me there, making jokes.
1: Cool. Yeah, you you News. you do Because News a lot. So wait, what what what's like? I mean, people know CBC, but like, where can you actually go to like the Because News like archives, or like where can you kind of check out all the all the segments? I think
3: you can go to CBC.ca slash because. Uh, or you can go to because I think both of those will link you to the spot, but I could be wrong, but I hope that's right. Google because news and you can find it.
1: Yeah. Just trust Google and, and you will be okay finding because news. Uh, cool. That's the pod. Everyone. Um, love, love y'all honestly. And, uh, thanks for listening to this pod and thanks for, uh, just, just being a good, engaged, uh, audience and giving us feedback and we really appreciate it and um yeah see you next week
0: it's It's the the confederacy of dunks Dunks basketball basketball podcast. podcast